Okay, so here's Hashem Yisbarach. We're starting a new Shar. Shar Yashamayim and Orchus Adikim. It was very, very, of course, a very important Shar. Yashamayim is, is amazing. And you know what? It's the penultimate Shar in the Orchus Adikim, which means it's the last Shar. It's the ultimate Shar. And to an extent, similar to the way the Misael Sasharim works, that one, lead, one Midah leads to the next, so too in the Orchus Adikim, it's from Merav Asetoyev. The ultimate, ultimate is, is that we should reach a level of Yashamayim. Now, the term Yer Shamayim gets thrown around a lot, right? There's certain phrases in Klal Yisrael that we use. Kiddush Hashem, Chilu Hashem, Maris Ayin. Uh, there's so many phrases and, and, catch ter- and catchphrases that we use. Baruch Hashem, right? These all have, that have lost their meaning or have never really fully been understood to begin with. What is Yer Shamayim? And that's why we hope to, Emir Sashem, to go through the, the Shari Yer Shamayim, to fully come to a real deep appreciation of what is the true definition of Yer Shamayim. So says the Orch Sadikim, Yer Shamayim Ksiv Batar. The Torah discusses Yer Shamayim. Va'ata Yisrael, Ma'ashem Lekecha Shalimimach. What is now, now Israel, Va'ata Yisrael, Ma'ashem Lekecha. What is your, Hashem, your God, desire and request of you? Ki'im Liyira, only to fear him. Now, the word fear is not a perfect one-to-one, one-to-one translation. Although, yes, there is a Lushen fear. There is a Lushen yira. But it also comes from the Lushen, you know, actually, I just saw recently that uh, I think it was the, the maybe it's the Svarta or the Balaturim says that the definition, the taich of the word Yisrael is from Lushen Re'iya. Yisrael is Milushen Re'iya. The Yashar, the Lushen Yashar, is Milushen, which is Mamele Yisrael, ki, it comes from the word re'iyah, to look, to see. Yer also, there's a certain element of seeing. What does it mean to see? We're going to discuss that in a second. But the Torah is saying, it's not a question of fear. You fear something that you see, but it first has to stem from something that you're recognizing. To an extent, what Yer is, is the recognition of a higher power. It's the recognition of seeing something in front of you. Right? I, I, like, to use the, I, I like to use the definition of Yer not as a fear of God, but as a reverence for Hashem. A reverence means a respect almost. I mean, Lahavdil, you know, I know certain conversations with my wife, they drive her crazy, right? Certain things. I just know, like, oh, if I talk about that, she's just not going to like it. Everybody can, can appreciate that. Certain conversations, you just know, you don't touch. And then it makes sense. If, is someone a good husband if they would bring up that conversation to their wife and it's Mitzayah their wife? Of course not. That's a terrible, that's a terrible husband. If you're not taking your wife into account. You say, but this is who I am, so I want to talk about it means you're not taking that person into account. Okay? That's what your Shemaim is. Your Shemaim says, Hashem, it bothers, it bothers HaKadosh Baruch Hu for me to wear Shatnes. So I will wear Shatnes. It bothers me to eat in the veils for Trefus. So I would eat in the veils for Trefus. There's a certain reverence and recognition that the Ebishter has a Hakpad about something. Why would I want to do that? Now there's levels. There's a high level to reach because that ultimately means we have to be Masik HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the level that we want to be Masik. That we need to recognize them. That's a very high level. But once you put in that term, it's not a fear of God that you're sitting and trembling out of fear. It's not that. It's the, it, that stems from initially the recognition that there's a Baruch in the world that cares about this and cares about you and wants you to be knowing the proper way. Uksiv, the Pasuk, is continuing the Pasuk, says in our God, your God, you shall fear. Uksiv, yes, Hashem, right? Yes, Hashem is, is like the treasure trove. The truth is, there's nothing in this world other than Yer Shemayim. Now again, what does that mean? Yer Shemayim, Yer Shemayim is, a, is a fear. So the, the world should be fearing God. But once you understand it's about a recognition of the Baruch Yeah, of course. Which means the whole point of this world 
is to come to the realization, to come to the recognition of the, the, the world should be male deas Hashem. You should have the full recognition of the world. That's what Mashiach is. Mashiach isn't all of my, my self-personal problems. I don't have to pay my bills anymore, my taxes. Like the Rambam, it's not even true anyway that I, have to, I still have to pay my taxes and still have to live a regular life. So Mashiach isn't going to solve all my personal issues. You know, some people are so messed up in the head, they say, oh, I want Mashiach to come just to get rid of all my problems. Mashiach isn't a problem for you, it's for, it's for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's that we should come to the world where it's Hashem Echadosh Mo'echad. It's about the world, it's about recognition about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yes, Hashem is a wisdom. Yes, Hashem is a wisdom. It implies one thing. When a person is brought before the din, he actually quoted this, uh, this chazal earlier. Did you act in your business dealings honestly? Did you set aside proper time to learn Torah? Did you worry Isaac and Perivia? And said, Peace of Yeshua. Did I ask you, did you... Uh, Think about this, think about that. If your Shemaim truly is the treasure trove, in I mean, that's the secret question they're going to ask you. In Shemaim, they're going to ask you, did you have your Shemaim or not? Not whether or not you, you're a of this, you're a of that, you reached oh, levels of, of, of Sasagwa. No, no. Did you act your Shemaim? You know, he says to one of his emissaries, take this take this barrel of, uh, of you know, of, uh, what do you call it? What's is uh, wheat, yeah. I'm not a farmer, so I don't know these My brain's also forgetting things. Take it up. So what did he do? He, he literally took it up. Did you add in also the kum chomitim? Well, kum chomitim is like a is like a shmira for the wheat. It keeps away all the, all the, like, the mold and all the, the, all the bugs from coming in. You respond back, Loi? Oh, no, I forgot to do that. I'm like, Muta of him, at least it's better than you never would have gone to begin with. What's up, Shah? Omar, Rabba, Barav, Huna, call Adam Shish by Torah, in by Yershamayim, Doimele Gizbar Shamasu Maftechas Apimis. It's like you have the keys to the inner door, but not to the outer door. Which is, does that help? Not at all. It's like, he, like you know your password to the email, but you don't need the password to the computer itself. Like, that's the modern day muscle today. You understand me? Like you can get your email, but you can't open the computer. How does that help anybody? You need to be able to be massive the email through the initial hachnas to open up the computer. It's a very important the this, this is the kuda of understanding what is the ikr and what is the tafel. What is it that actually matters and what's worthwhile to put your investment into? Your shamayim is by definition something that defines, it's something that tells us what you should be fo- putting your focus on. It's about the baroil. It's about treating people honestly, about pe- treat, treating people respectfully. You know, it's just in a, in a random divergence, but slightly connected to the idea of understanding values and where they should be placed. My wife and I were talking last night. It was an interesting discussion that came up, which is someone who's a ger, halacha is, they have a din of, you know, which means technically a ger is allowed to marry their sister. Right? That's what the Gemara says. They're allowed to marry their sister. So it's very interesting. Now they don't have to be, okay, say it, fine. But what's the halacha? If a ger is parents... Die? Do they sit shiva for them or not? No. no, they don't sit shiva for them, right? So I know some rabbanim that held that allowed. I shouldn't say held, but allowed for a ger who felt like a lot of emotional turmoil by that to be able to sit shiva, just not make brachis and maybe not even do the kriya because it could be a problem about tashkis. Fine, all these different put they did. The question is, what would do? Let's say you have a ger, a gyaris. There's the current situation of a student who's a gyaris, whose father was nifter. 
Now the father was Jewish, and she was Jewish. So they're living technically as a family because they're, you know, they're married together. But al Allah, he's technically allowed to marry his own daughter because it's not his daughter. Does she, the father is nifter. Is, does she have a din of a yasayma or not? Now, what's the, why does it matter, din yasayma? Because din yasayma means you have to treat her properly, treat her respectfully. What? But they're already similar in halacha. What are the are similar in halacha? No, no, no. So, of course, you never would bring up the fact that she's a Gyaris. Never bring up the, where were you? Oh, your family's from this and that. You never do that. But would you treat her in the same way that you would treat a Yosema? Okay, there's a halachic nafkam is why? But I. There's a level of sensitivity about a Yosema. No, I understand. They are, no, for sure. They are for sure, but there's levels of sensitivity. Meaning, meaning for, for someone who's a Gyar, for someone who's a Gyar, we'll just, we'll just respond to what he's asking. For someone who's a Gyar, then you, you wouldn't bring up their background, their family background. Okay. But I wouldn't talk, but I wouldn't, let's say, for example, make sure to like treat them in a, in a more sensitive way regarding other things that have nothing to do with their background. Because the, the, as Chazal say, they're, they're, they're people who are, you know, they're basically ready to fall apart in anything that happens. So be very careful how you treat them. You're right. Again, everybody has to be careful. But no, the question no, is, I'm asking out to Dinya Soyma. Okay. Okay. Again, there's a, of course it's a sifted, but I'm asking you, does she have a dinya soyma? It's a categor, it's a categorical issue more than anything else. Is she fully halachically defined as the Islam or not? Sapi No, she's not the Islam. That's not her father in a halachic sense. But how hilarious would it be that we would be so focused on the category? Oh, she's not a dinya that you would lose the sensitivity that's required to treat her like a Islam, even though. She's not a slave. This is not a halakhi discussion. This is a Muslim discussion. Elamai, Elamai, what's the point? But the point is, the point is that a person has to know how to properly apply the value. The Torah clearly wants us to be madgish within our own hearts, the concept of sensitivity. So how hilarious would it be that we would be treating someone who is a giyaris, and therefore halakhi is not defined particularly as a slave, possibly, and therefore you would completely lose the entire concept of the, what the entire tension of the Torah was, was to be sensitive towards people who are clearly feeling a little bit different than, than those who are not. Now, it's similar also, there's a very interesting halakha, the halakha is that your mechuyev maker adin, again, it could be, it's not the din bizman based off Matthias, but that we have to cut a little bit of your bread before you make Amalitzi. Why? In order to, be, to not create a long hefzik, because it used to be in olden days, the chal was very hard, very tough. So you have to cut a little bit in order to then be mamshik or cutting, not so much that you end up destroying the challah, but enough that like you started the process. So it's very funny because what's the whole point? The point is, like I said, that you shouldn't be making a hefzik between the bracha and the actual Matthias apas, cutting the challah. What happens if somebody, you know, this is unfortunate, I've seen it many times, some Shabbos with them. They'll then forget where they put the cut and they'll be looking around on where to make the cut. It's like you literally missed, you, you missed the, the entire point. point. The entire point was, kid, you don't make half sick. And you're literally making half sick right now in order to make a cut where you make, it, it's ridiculous. What's that point? The point is, again, you have to know when to properly apply your values and when the overall value applies. And for that, you need Dastar. For that you need Rabbanim, for that you need to see Shemesh Tamechachamim, how Tamechachamim treat other people, how they apply it, how they don't apply it. You know, for example, again, in terms of how to know how to apply and specifically when the emotions and halacha come in, come in contrast with each other. So Maisa once with the Briskorov, the Briskorov's Rebetzin had given birth to a nephil, to a child that unfortunately, uh, you know, was uh, stillborn. And his two sons, I think it was Rebarel Salvechik, I think it was maybe Rabdavid Salvechik. They were taking out the baby, and they were crying. Their mom, they were taking the baby out to, to bury it outside, and they're crying. And the Briskorov looked at them and said, No, 
Shtei in the Rambam, it says in the Rambam, ain misavlin aleim. We don't do, we don't say shiva on them. And he said, stop, and they and they and miyad, they stop crying. So two things. Number one, you see from here that the briskers they have emotions, right? They have emotions. It's just the halacha it defines their emotions. Secondly, you see how a person needs to be able to be nikfaf, somebody that is, the halacha needs to define our essence of who we are. We have to be the types of people that if chas v'sham, a bad, terrible thing happened, that we'd be the type of person, mir to Hashem, to the best of our abilities, not to cry on a Shabbos, not to cry on a Yantif. Again, kifi she'ev a person is, not to cry. Api Allah, you're not allowed to cry. It's isr, atzu, atzu, is asr. On Yantif. What? It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah yamtiv. Yeah, it's a mitzvah yamtiv. Again, the, uh, these halachas. Yeah, yeah. And it's a very sad story. The bars of the Macpherson were a little bit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So okay, so you understand what? Yeah, yeah, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. The police came. And they saw the parents one crying. So the parents one crying. Oh, you're fine. And they started questioning them. They started getting suspecting that maybe the parents uh, something's wrong with them. Until somebody explained the halakha to them that they're not allowed to pray, they're not Shabbos, even for this. Right. Even for something as horrible as this. Right. And that's when the police had a little rock. Maybe they're capable of it. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's, it's a pacha. It's mam pacha. But a person has to know how and when to properly apply things. So, too, also, when it comes to our, our relationship to Torah mitzvahs, a person has to understand that having not having your shamayim, but keeping Torah mitzvahs, again, this is, I, I assume this is not an Nisayan for us, Baruch Hashem. But for those who they view Tarimis as kind of just like, it's a fun thing to do. You, it, it, this very, it happens, unfortunately, but people grew up, in the, grew up in the environment. They didn't take it on later on in life. But they grew up in it, so it becomes kind of like just what you do. Like, well, it's, I, I put on my pants in the morning. I also put on tefillin in the morning. I don't see any religious significance of putting on my tef- pants or putting on my tefillin. They don't feel that hiskashos of the barilum. And that's why it's very easy for some of them to live, unfortunately, double lives. Or, they, or hypocritical, whatever term you want to use. The point is, is that that is clearly missing something. It's, it's, because it ends up being mazi. You say, oh, you know what, Beseder. It, there's even a there's certain hashkafa that people think is called orthopraxy. Orthopraxy means that Hashem doesn't want necessarily or care about what we think in our minds. Whether I believe the Torah is Hashem, whether I believe you know, in that I'm davening to Hashem or not, as long as I'm keeping the Torah mitzvahs. That's all. And that's the only Torah that the, the Hashem is even though literally we just quoted tons of psukim. Like 90% of the Torah is also about your internal kavanas, right? Anyway. But you say, oh, when I get to Shammai, my, my my symbol will protect me. There is such a, there are such people that walk around like this. Can you imagine? Right? Can you imagine? That's obviously Shtuyot. Bishita. Yeah, Bishita. They've Bishita. developed it as a Shita. There's literally a guy who wrote an entire book about orthopraxic Judaism where he's basically, he says, I don't believe the Torah is Shamayim, but I keep Torah Mitzvahs. Why? Because I'll pe- because the Torah says I have to keep Torah Mitzvahs. He doesn't believe it. I'm telling you. It, it, he's an agnostic. Oh no no he's, no! I wouldn't give him the covet of being an agnostic. Right? I would just—he's—he—he—he's he, 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 an idiot. I don't know. You don't have to be so intellectual. He's an idiot. Okay. What? No, he doesn't believe in it. Of course not. That's Naftali. You're asking the question that needs to be asked. But you know what? The problem is he doesn't ask himself that question. And the answer he comes out to is, "What do you mean? The Torah only requires action. It doesn't require thought." Here's what I think. But is it from Nami It's shtu- again obviously it's <laughs> shtuyot. It's Of course it's shtuyot. But there is such a philosophy. There is such a ridiculousness. And therefore, chas v'shalom that a person should ever think that the meisim is the ikker, but the etzim penim it doesn't matter. Chas v'shalom that literally is what we believe. We believe that to our core, to our massive core. That absolutely kiim liyira. Hashem wants it. Hashem wants it. Hashem wants our internal thoughts, our internal deeds, and wants us to have yerushalayim. And what you said, yerushalayim is. A recognition of the Bar a reverence for him, and understanding 
what that means for my actions. Mirza Hashem will continue right there. Okay.